Welcome to The Cloaked. We are a collective of inquiring minds seeking answers to mysteries both past and present. Join us on our journey to discover that which remains hidden. And now, on with the show. Welcome to another episode of The Cloaked. I am your host, White Owl. Hey, it's Pandora. And uh, today we will be speaking on the, I guess you could say, president-related topic. Yeah, right? I know. I'm not sure if we're saying the election or uh, past election. Past the election. It, it's, a, it's, it's definitely a president, uh, I would say, a president-ish topic. Prediction. Something. Even? I don't know. I don't know if we can say prediction. <laughs> yeah, not prediction. Um, it's, it's definitely an analytical way of looking at things also throwing in of course um some of your weird stuff some cloak um, style some cloak style uh <laughs> type of shit you know what i mean so the uh so what we have here is one of the first things we're going to talk about is the curse of the tepicon is that how you say it tepicon also known as a tecumseh's curse and what is that for our listeners who don't know what that's about what is this curse what is that what what is so, that? like I said, it's Tecumseh's curse, or you can also have heard of it as the curse of Tippecanoe. Um, it's been around for a while. Some people may have heard of it previously, but um, it's coming from 1809, and it's in regards to the U.S. President William Henry Harrison. So, um, around the time that he was, you know, en route to becoming president mm-hmm. in 1840. Um, he won the presidency, and uh, he had already been cursed, I think, at that point. Um, what happened was, that at the time of 1809, he was negotiating a treaty with Native Americans over some land. Supposedly, he was kind of, kind of cheated them, right? Did a lot of underhand things. Right. And um, they weren't happy with the outcome. They, they lost a lot of land to the U.S. government, and... Uh, they considered his tactics to be unfair. So Tecumseh and his brother organized a group of tribes and they attacked Harrison's army. That's when they had the Battle of Tippecanoe. Mm-hmm. So long story short, right, um, they were defeated. The Native Americans were defeated and they lost even more land. And so um, Tecumseh's brother, who I'm probably going to butcher this, uh, Tenskwatara, Tenskwatawa? Yeah. He was known as the Prophet, right? right. That was his, his other nickname. So he places a curse on all future presidents to be elected in the years ending in zero. Mm-hmm. That they're going to die while in office. So, you know, fast forward to 1840, Harrison gets elected as president. Um, but literally, like, he, he gets sick while he's doing his inaugural speech. Right. It's really bad weather. It's like cold, windy, rainstorm kind of day. And he gets a really bad cold. It turns into severe pneumonia and it ends up killing him 30 days later. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that was like, you know, pretty ominous as far as the curse goes. But then, you know, it kind of kept going and a pattern had been noticed after some time. Uh, they had Abraham Lincoln, mm-hmm. which we all know was assassinated. He got elected in 1860. And... Uh, so that's a year ending in zero. We had James Garfield, who was elected in 1880. Now, it doesn't mean that these presidents died like that year. 
which just means that they died while in office. So some of them, they died on their second term. But like either their first or their second term, it landed on a year ending with zero as far as the year that they got elected for it. Yeah. So um, and James Garfield was shot. Uh, William McKinley was also shot. Um, Warren G. Harding was... Uh, he got sick he got a stroke and died while in office mm-hmm. franklin roosevelt um you know he had all his health issues and he ended up passing away as well um jfk elected in 1960 and obviously we know he was assassinated as well so uh, supposedly the one that broke the curse was reagan right so uh he was elected in 1980 um it's kind of known that nancy reagan was into astrology and like occult stuff supposedly he was as well right um and she was aware of this curse so supposedly she had some stuff done to remove the curse and would consult with astrologists and stuff like that to time a lot of his speeches his inauguration supposedly never released his time of birth so nobody could predict his um like when you know his astrological chart and other stuff about him right so it's very weird yeah but um then uh, george w bush was also elected in the curse active year of the year 2000 he survives two assassination attempts and some well, other i wouldn't plots. say it's two assassination attempts yeah there was the, shoe. the shoe thing i don't think that's a uh, that was a, a showing of disrespect um yes. and i so i wouldn't call that two attempts i would say there was just one attempt uh, and at least one attempt that we somewhat know of because there's i don't know i I feel like there's it's hearsay there was a grenade thrown at him that didn't uh, didn't explode right yeah yeah and so you know there's that and supposedly okay so we're looking at this and saying okay that was two this one attempt let's say one attempt yeah the shoot one is stupid yeah and so Bush apparently so that was the one attempt and nothing happened right so he didn't get sick or die in office so there's that and then there's that so I'm like okay so curses usually I would think and there's a bit of a determining factor that yes you're supposed to die so if let's say uh, Nancy did kill the curse off Mm -hmm. you know removed it or whatever um I, I wouldn't see, you know, there's like a feint of an attempt on Bush, but I don't, I don't, I'm not huge, I'm not a huge believer in curses. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think. Well, it's definitely I, not I perfect. Like, like it's the theory not, of it. The, the theory of it is not perfect. I think it's the, the numerology behind it as well. It's off because it's, it's just the sitting president of the 20 years mark, mm-hmm. right? Or whatever it is. Um, whoever's elected in the year ending in the zero, zero yeah. right and i think it's just so it, so far i think it's just been coincidentally yeah uh, because, these are not the only presidents that have died in office it just i mean honestly it's cherry picking it's very cherry picking and, yeah. and for the way i look at it is um you know there's a lot of people who didn't didn't like the the presidents who got assassinated yes they were disliked there was not as much as security on some of these areas where they were visiting making them really accessible to these individuals to these presidents right and i think there's been a lot of changes since reagan you know uh, definitely since kennedy Mm -hmm. Uh, but 
there's been a lot of changes on how presidents interact in the public, but there's definitely opportunities there that people would see who want to get rid of a certain president. Um, you know, it, it, it's just, I think when it comes to like leaders and stuff like that, um, when there's a, a opportunity that presents itself where anybody a member of the public could have access, you know, there's nothing really to say or to prevent certain people from seeing a president, especially when you have uh, when you're having these conventions or when you're having these like meetings or whatever. Or if he goes out on a jog, you know, like President Obama used to go out on a jog. Yeah. It's very I mean, for a lot of people, it's very terrifying for, you know, having a, <laughs> a, uh, your first black president. You know, you know, there were some people who are out there, really racist people who didn't like him. And there was always this fear for a lot of people, uh, especially with the minorities, that something would happen to him. Right. Um, so I think there's there's definitely, there's always going to be somebody who doesn't like somebody, you know, and especially when it comes to like presidents. Yeah. And it's very political and people are so passionate about politics. That's why one of the things you don't discuss at work um, is because people get overheated right. uh, about, you know, political views and stuff like that. And definitely it's one of those things that I'm always like pretty apprehensive about bringing these type of certain type of topics uh, because I know, you know, people are not going to agree with what we have to say about it. You know, people who have been listening to our podcast know how I feel about the current president. So, (laughs) you know, it's just one of those things that um, people are not always going to agree. And I think we have to you know, agree to disagree that, you know, that's just the way the ball goes. You know, there's going to be certain things that you don't agree with uh, whoever is in, in, in command. Uh, so, you know, I just think that these, uh, this whole thing with these curses, this in particular, I think it's just, it's just very coincidental. It is. Yeah. And I mean, like you said, the anybody who's president, I think just by default, by being president, you already have this target on your back you know what right. I mean? Yeah. like you can't please everybody oh, and yeah. it's we're a pretty bipartisan country so if one wins you can automatically assume about half the country's not happy with it so oh, yeah you've already kind of you know pissed off half the country just by being elected but i mean just wanted to bring it up and then also you know donald trump having been elected in 2016 was considered to be immune from this it's more of the whoever is elected in November 2020 that they say right. is the next one is who falls one. under the curse, right? which would be you know either between um, Trump or Biden, or Biden most likely, right. yeah. Um, so, I mean, you have you have that in itself, but I mean, there's just a lot of things that are going on, and and and, and to go into the, the you know the different things with the president, um, the current president. I mean, as it sits. Uh, in a way, what's predicted by The Simpsons, right? Yeah. I mean, we all kind of laughed at it. The Simpsons you know, know everything, man. Yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff that happens with The Simpsons, but I think a lot of times it's, you know, people who are able to see patterns or whatever or can see what technology can, you know, eventually bring about. Um, and a lot of anybody, anybody seeing technology where it's going, anybody who's seen where certain people are leading to can easily say that yeah you know this person could eventually run for president or eventually would do this or eventually would do that and it's just it, it, it's a matter of time for a lot of people um 
you know, there you can say that, you know, um, if a cartoon makes fun of Kanye West, where he's like, oh, he one day he's going to run for president. And then next thing you know, he's like announcing he's going to run for president. I mean, we all made fun of it. And he's trying. <laughs> uh, but like, I mean, there's, you know, you could say that for a lot of people. You could say Oprah one day is going to be running for president. And, you know, there's a very good chance, even though she has said no, there's a very good chance she's always going to be like in a way political in that realm. And I mean, it's not like it's unheard of for celebrities to transition into politics. I mean, exactly. Well, look at Reagan. I mean. Or like Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know Arnold, what I mean? Like, exactly. Governor. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, so th- it's not too far-fetched to say that. You know, we could have somebody who who is in the limelight that can say, "Oh, yeah, that person has potential of being very political," just because they have the the certain um, the certain eye or the certain just the certain ideologies for it that can potentially run for a political um, seat. So, if you look at it, you can say even you can even go as far as like people saying, "Oh, Beyonce can do it. Jay Z could do it." Yeah, um, anybody with a following any, in the background. Anybody with a following, anybody who has run a company can do it uh, successfully, I should say, because Donald Trump, uh, we know, has been, I think, and anybody who's anybody who knows about business has can knows that Donald Trump has been a complete failure in a lot of his companies, mm-hmm. um, especially when people were like, oh, well, he had The Apprentice. Well, that was a show and they actually went through so many CEOs to get to Trump. Yeah, and he's gone through bankruptcy. And so he he's definitely, I mean, like I said, the, they went through so many CEOs before they got to Trump uh, because a lot of the other CEOs were like, no, this is a joke. I'm not going to do something like that. That's kind of demeaning. And Trump was all about it and jumped into it. Um, and then if you knew Trump at the time of The Apprentice, he had a, so many failing businesses and he had so many lawsuits. So if you read like Business Weekly or Forbes, you knew that he wasn't really doing that well. Um, So there was a lot of this, you know, what people who read into that type of stuff know about it. But, you know, in, in, in this day and age, because you if some if you were someone like Donald Trump, you saw that the reality shows were the way to go and gain popularity. Right. There was more people knowing somebody who was in show business rather than in politics or your local official. You know, you can you could definitely and that's say how that. you transition from that to a political candidate because exactly. then it's like well nobody knows like you talk to a lot of people unfortunately right. they don't know like who's in office or right. who's their vice president or who's their governor like it's embarrassing but people won't know right but you know you ask about a reality show and they're like oh yeah I know everything about the Kardashians or I know right. everything about you know whatever 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 it is yeah whoever gives a shit <laughs> but like yeah and that's and that's very true because you can say. Uh, I mean, like you said, I mean, not to poke at the Kardashians, but like there's more people that know about uh, about the Kardashians than they knew about Biden when he was vice president. They couldn't name Biden when right. he was VP to Obama during that time frame. And so that's kind of in a way that's very sad that all these people were so stuck on the Kardashians and knowing everything that they couldn't name who the VP was. And so that was one of the, one of the things that if you're not paying attention to your political uh, standings in, in your country, in your home country, whether it it be in the U.S. or anywhere else, you know, you kind of fail to recognize the in- instability that is occurring. And you can't really be mad at how things are, happen if you're not going out there, you're not voting, you're not being political, you're not being aware of the things that happen, um, especially if you're not reading. If you're not reading, you're not knowing, you know, you're not finding information, 
that at the end of the day that kind of hurts yourself especially in in your in your states you got to know what's happening in your states especially with the whole uh we were talking about this um with the whole uh mailing votes right oh yeah what the what the what, what was the white house trying to do with the whole well uh, i guess trump had come out and tried to hint at delaying the election possibly and i mean nobody was having it on either side i think right. it's just like we just don't do that like we're gonna deal with it you know however we comes, can and yeah we don't just delay the election but um and i don't think he has the authority to do it anyway no so i mean i think they definitely backtracked from that but um as far as mail-in votes i mean it's been said that they wanted to defund the u.s postal service which i think we're, they're going to be okay now but there's also been talks about like okay well maybe slow them down a little bit somehow so for a lot of mail-in voters it's probably better to send in your vote a good month ahead you know just to be safe and obviously we're not wanting to do a lot of that anyway because they want in-person voting because everybody fears the voter fraud that i don't think is right. even that prevalent it's, but it's not even it's not even a thing a voter fraud is not really a thing it's like super rare that it actually does occur when it occurs uh, so I think it's just the fact that, you know, the Republicans always play that card, that voter fraud, voter fraud happens that, you know, Trump said, and these are all lies that he's been, you know, propagating out there that, you know, so many million of illegals voted, which is not true because in order to get an ID, you got to also have your social and stuff. Right. Your birth certificate in order to get that. I mean, so obviously that, people can have fake documents. Right. But, but that runs through a computer that verifies you. So all, all this talking, it's a lot of talk to people who don't, un, don't understand how the, any of that works or don't recall how to get an ID, which is like fucking mad bananas to me. Like if you don't recall things like that, then whatever he fucking says people are gonna like take it for his word because they're not questioning anything that he's throwing out there and i think that's pretty well not just that but i think for a lot of people you you assume that people who are here illegally are just going out there being really ballsy about stuff and they're not they're not for the most part if they're here illegally they know that just any kind of mess up can send you right back you know get you discovered right so i don't think people are just trying to go out there and like make themselves known or be run through a system and possibly just risk get, being found out vote and get right. caught no they're working here working the fields doing jobs that you don't want to fucking do so they can send money to their families in mexico or any other of the latin american countries uh because it's not just mexicans you know you have so many people from so many other countries here who cross illegally i mean i know um which is funny because i i uh I had a conversation with somebody like a few like over a year ago about the family that they had that they were here illegally and they were from a European country mm-hmm. and I thought it was it was like it's so weird that you know Americans think about when they think about illegals they think only only Mexicans but and they don't think not, about it and no. it's not and it's, it's about other there's other countries doing it and so a lot of people focus on on Mexicans and I, you know, I hate to say it, but there's it, the, a lot of the focus tends to be to, in the way I see it. It's a bit racist, yeah. Um, because even Canadians say they've crossed over illegally, and they're like, "Yeah, that's it, the 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 outlook on it is racist." Right. It's almost like, well, illegals are bad, but then it's like, well, these are more okay than these other ones, right? And that's the way I feel. Oh, these are the dangerous ones. These are the dangerous ones, which is and I yeah. Mean, 
uh, 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 to me, it's the whole the out- outlook is is just <laughs> I don't know. It's really it's really dumb. You can't pick and choose. You can yeah exactly. The the weirdest things that is happening here with with along along with the presidency type of stuff is that um, especially with the current one. So as Trump got elected, there was this you know weird surge of a sudden shit happening on Reddit. Um, and, and and along with other other places like 4chan and whatnot, um, and and it all started with a post, and I think the post came from Reddit, right? It was something along the lines of of that type of thing, where a book kind of emerged out of nowhere, where there was a book by the name of what was it, Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Journey? Well, it's an author. Uh by the name of Ingersoll Lockwood. He actually wrote several books in the late 1800s. Mm-hmm. But um, he has a series, right? And it's focused on this little boy named Baron Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has several. There's like the travels and adventures of little Baron Trump and his wonderful dog, Bulger. It's a super long title. Right. And there's like Baron Trump's marvelous underground journey. And so if you... You know, know anything about anything with the president. His son's name is Baron Trump. Baron Trump, right. Um, he did a final novel as part of all these series, I think, um, that came out in 1896, and it was called The Last President. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's where it gets kind of weird because, well, the whole premise of uh, the little boy's story is that he's a time traveler, right? Right. So it's a very fantastical story from what I understand. It's kind of like... It's very science uh, fiction. Yeah, science fiction. There's like mythical type creatures like giant turtles and stuff like that. So, right. I mean, it's not like the most, you know, straightforward right. narrative. But, but what's weird is so... Uh, not to cut you off there, but mm-hmm. if you look at the book, uh, the picture of Baron Trump's in The Marvelous Underground Journey, he kind of resembles Baron Trump. <laughs> Yeah. Like it's so weird. Even even those those weird the the eyes and the hair, like yeah. Just look at it. If, if we'll post, uh, obviously we'll post definitely pictures on on Facebook and Twitter. And so you know, if when you look at it, it's just like wow, it's kind of bizarre looking. And, and I'm sure a lot of you have kind of like browsed through it or heard about it on you know online or somebody had posted it on Facebook or whatever. Um, but you definitely see the resemblance that everyone is talking about. Um, just on just in this picture alone, and it's kind, it's kind of it's kind of eerie, right? Well, it's like the picture is one thing, but then like the story itself, like obviously, like I said, it's a fantastical type story, but there's some weird coincidences. So um, when it comes to um, like the the story of the boy, like I said, he he does some time travel, mm-hmm. right? But then he's also got this like person that guides him. So, uh, like I said, there's, you know, there's some fantastical stories going on with the book, but then he also has this, um, the little Baron Trump character has a master that, you know, helps him out, and his name is Don. Right. So that's weird. Because we know that Donald Trump used to go by Don, or some people used to call him Don. Yeah, and then they have this a family motto in the story, and it says, the pathway to glory is strewn with pitfalls and dangers. And they show uh, the boy Trump dressed in like this lavish old fashioned clothing and jewelry. Like he comes from money, right? Right. 
and um, he goes to Russia and goes finds an entrance to alternate dimensions. So and time travels in a way. Yeah, right? so he's like a little time traveler. It it is weird though because in the sequel, which is called The Last President, it opens with a scene in New York City and it's basically like utter chaos, people panicking and protesting in November because of an election. An election, right. And then they they're not happy with the election. There's an an outsider, outsider candidate right. that nobody is for that they're opposed to. Mhm. Who comes from a lot of money and people are just pissed and they're like out in the streets like causing chaos and shit yeah riots like a mob basically right so and then the crazy part is that there is this line that says the fifth avenue hotel will be the first to feel the fury of the mob which cites an address Mm -hmm. in new york city where trump tower now stands yeah and it says would the troops be in time to save it so it just it really like has these weird little connections to both right. the names and the location and then the kind of like you know coming from wealth being that right. outsider candidate which I mean he pretty much has been. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's set in New York City too, which is like the candidate's hometown, right. which is also Trump's you know hometown. I guess you could say I don't know if that's where he's from originally, but that's where he's based. So it's pretty weird. Yeah, because he's the. He, I mean, according to the book, the individual is corrupt and unethical. Yeah. Right, and so there's this also thing that um, this other thing is that what what was it that his uh, assistant Don's was it assistant or partner for the election thing was also in in a way it connected with uh, with Pence, right? With what? Pet? Oh, Pence. Pence. Oh, Pence. yeah. The, the Pence. name Pence is in there. And it's not the same exact name. But there's definitely like a scene where he starts to appoint everybody in his cabinet. In his cabinet, right. And there's right. a character in there with the last name Pence, Pence. who gets appointed. Which right. I was like, what? And it's like, what the fuck? You know, it's so it's so bizarre. It is when you really look at weird. It. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you think about it. There's this whole way of looking at things. And people, there's, I mean... Well, I'll go down through the rabbit hole here in a bit, but there was even a um, what was a connection with uh, with Tesla, wasn't there? Uh, something some of the web uh, sites several you know uh, on Reddit of course of all things they <laughs> suggested that Donald Trump's uncle John Trump uh, purported had a relationship with Nikola Nikola Tesla. And so, oh, yeah. and, and uh, you know, and that whole I- idea is that this whole time traveler uh, machine was something that probably Tesla had, uh, which kind of like deepens the weird conspiracy theory of the whole time traveler thing, which you start thinking, hmm, that's kind of weird. And everything that kind of Donald Trump has kind of uh, uh, done during office uh, once you start seeing things unfold, it's almost like, in a way, very chess-like. You, one could say it's very chess-like, and one can one can say, well, it looks like someone else could be pulling the strings. Mm-hmm. Or three, it's very clumsy, and it just looks like there's a bit of a strategy behind everything. Um, one of the things that you mentioned before is the whole uh, the the whole uh, 
postal office thing. Yeah. You're very strategic. You know, you have the coronavirus. People don't want to be going out there. And then you have limiting time frame with the uh, the mail-in votes with the post office. And that's something that the White House has been pushing against is like the whole bailing thing. Well, and it's also like the way people have reacted to the coronavirus. It's like right. on the, the right, the Republican side, a lot of people feel like it's you know, overblown, it's a hoax, or and if it's, it's real, real, it's just not as bad as it's being made to seem. Right. And so they feel more comfortable going out without a mask or going mm-hmm. into a crowd, going to a rally, going to vote. Yeah. Whereas on the left of the Democratic side, everybody's like, let's not do that. So I wonder if that will affect voter turnout, right? Mm-hmm. When it comes to the election day, if it's going to be, well, the Democrats maybe want to really come out, but don't. Right. You know? And so you have this whole um, this whole thing, and you're looking at it and you're going, huh, you know, is that... Uh, it's almost like, in a way, he, he, he went on steam writing this whole thing and looking at certain things and saying certain things, and what he said and what other people have seen, people have kind of, like, drifted towards him. And mm-hmm. you're kind of you're kind of left wondering, okay, how is this guy able to do the things he has done and with the things he has said, and people still go with him? Right. How is this, how does he how does he lead in this manner, and people so blindly follow? I understand why people voted him initially, mm-hmm. but for the other people to continuously follow him, no matter what. I know we've talked about the silent, the silent vote, right? The silent majority, right? Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it's just to me, it's kind of like mind-boggling to look at from from the outside, because again, I know people who have vote who voted for him, and I know why they voted for him, but when I talk to them about their his businesses, you know how they're failing, how his casinos are failing, how he has hotels that have his name, but he doesn't own those hotels, you know, because he he license his name to the building he mm-hmm. doesn't own any of these hotels he only owns nine out of the 30 something hotels that are out there with his name so you kind of look at it and go he's not very good as a businessman but he's very good at as a showman in a way that people see it and think oh he's this and he's that when he's not really i think people are just able to compartmentalize like you know does this affect him as a president? Do I care about this other stuff? Or do I care more about, you know, his views on certain political things? Right. Which is why I think they're willing to overlook a lot of the stuff that is very questionable. Oh, yeah. You know, or like both in his personal life and his business. It's just like, well, it doesn't impact them as, uh, you know, where it doesn't impact where they live or their state or their, their rights. So they don't care. Yeah, exactly. And like he himself believes in he he believes in all these conspiracies too yeah. <laughs> that he throws out there. He likes Alex Jones. He likes he's a big fan of Alex Jones. Um a lot of the stuff that he ends up uh talking about out there in whether it be in, like in press conferences or you know on Fox News, um you know, he he talks about it like if they're if they're real and so he's also like one of those people that he li- obviously he listens to like like i said like alex jones and he goes and he fucking like throws it out there 
Um, like if it's a real thing. I mean, he talks about the unemployment. He talks about crowd strikes. He talks about wiretappings. He talked about the windmills, uh, how they're they're not good at a- energy source. They cause cancer. Like who the fuck says things like that? You know, like all the the voter fraud, the South Africa thing. Um, the vaccine stuff, especially recent climate change is not real. Global warming, even though scientists have told them otherwise now. Um, the everything with the immigration, the Muslims. I mean, it goes on and on. And you listen to him and you're like, you know, there's a lot of shit that you're saying that people are out there believing because you're the president. Mm-hmm. You're you're the commander in chief, and you're saying all these things. I mean, even even the stuff with Bill and Hillary Clinton, you know what I mean? Even that stuff, and they were good friends back in the day. So, I always thought that was kind of weird, <laughs> right? And so even even with that, I mean, you're just kind of just thinking about it, going, you know, what the fuck, dude? Like even even like all the way into, and I hate saying this, like even all the way to like fake terrorist attacks, which is crazy because there's people dying on these terrorist attacks in other countries and he's kind of like pointing them out like they're not they're not real and i don't know i just there's just a lot with him that to me is just fucking insane to look at like again like i said is this there's just a whole weird thing with that and he's certainly very different than any president we've had right. ever democrat or republican i mean he's just such a wild card he's a very wild card <laughs> um i think that a lot of people didn't see him winning and and thought of him as a joke until he won it was just um you know it caught it caught off guard a lot of people yeah and so you know as we look into this election we'll see how things go um and see how things get played out um you know there's a lot of people that don't believe he'll exit if he loses uh will this book foretell that he is the last president and if whoever wins this 2020 will they be succumb to this curse is this is this curse dead what do you think Ooh, that's a lot <laughs> so i mean as far as like the polls go right which well we all know we can't trust the polls right <laughs> if 2016 yeah. is any indication indication yeah but i mean just for shits and giggles i was like looking at some poll stuff right so i mean people are still predicting that he's gonna lose and that biden will win that biden's doing better and that biden will do better than trump in most states and better than hillary clinton did mm-hmm. in 2016 yeah Obviously, you have a lot of states that are like, you know, they could flip-flop. They could be kind of a surprise thing there. Right. But, I mean, I was watching this one thing where, you know, they they predict Trump will have like 219 electoral votes and Biden will get 319. And mm-hmm. that's like the best case scenario for Trump. I don't know if I buy that. Like, I think, yeah. I, I still think he has, I mean, as much... uh. I guess, lack of support that you see for him in the media. I still think he has a lot of that silent majority support Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. we've kind of done it to ourselves because we don't ever want to hear anybody support him. So nobody does. That doesn't mean they don't, though. Right. Like, nobody talks about it, but it's kind of like swept under the table or, you know, under the rug, whatever. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So I think, you know, the polls, again, could be very deceiving. And I think that... You know, we also have to look at, like, the last couple presidents. Like, incumbent presidents don't usually lose 
mm-hmm. the second term. Right. It's rare. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's it is rare. Mm-hmm. And so it's a really weird time like that we're going through right now. We I don't think anybody It is a weird time. has experienced this right. kind of stuff that we're experiencing right now with the economy and Aliens. coronavirus pandemic like this is like different for right. everybody and anybody that's alive right now probably hasn't had this in their lifetime mm-hmm. so it's really like will people go with what they know you know what i mean like we know what to expect from him and it's i mean basically we don't know what to expect from him but we can expect that we're not gonna know well we can expect that there's not gonna be plenty there's not gonna be a lot of leadership that's for sure yeah. i mean honestly i you, you look at leadership qualities and he doesn't have any of those. But for people that like, you know, a small government intervention. Right. That's what they want. They want how things are going, which is bad. Yeah. Because they want this like revolution bullshit. Like and his they approval don't ratings understand. are not doing well. Right. Especially in the light of all the pandemic stuff. Right. You know, but who knows? It's it's early. It's August. A mm-hmm. lot can happen between now and November. Oh, yeah. These stimulus checks are going to go out. Maybe that will be like that little push at the end where people are like, oh, you know what? Maybe I will vote for him, vote for him and right. keep getting these stimulus checks, even though it's a group effort right. of Republicans, I, Democrats. I think there's definitely like, you know, obviously there's a lot of people who back Biden in Hollywood and the mainstream, um, you know, a lot of the a lot of artists back uh, Biden, uh, and, and I have to be honest, is is that there's a lot of people who always say, "Hey, look, you know these celebrities, they should go out and they should say, hey, this is who I'm voting for,' or hey, you should look at this, or hey, you should look at that, do your research, look into these things.' But they don't. They never do that. And a lot of times, if you're an influencer, I think you should always push the idea to research to look into this uh this political avenue and to see who you fit to vote for who you agree with um and, and at the end of the day you got to see okay what has he done for me what has he done that i think is doing he's doing good or he's doing bad and i think there's not a there's obviously there's a lot of opinions out there from certain celebrities but you know, there's other celebrities who are staying silent. And I think you should, they should have, especially now, they're not doing anything. They're not on tour. You know, you should definitely be putting out facts mm-hmm. that would help people out there understand and know, you know, what's going out there, especially political, because uh, a lot of information, it's not going through, especially with this generation that is coming out and is going to be voting for the very first time. A lot of these, and I hate to say it, you know, a lot of people always undermine the the youth, but from from my point of standing is I see it as okay. A lot of a lot of the youth is this whole TikTok, you know, youth kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not a fan of TikTok. <laughs> you know, I see this a lot of it as a waste of t- a waste of time. Um, but I mean, well, neither is Trump. He doesn't like TikTok either. <laughs> he doesn't like TikTok either. But I mean, uh, it is the whole the whole thing about like I I thought that the cool thing is was that people were sharing information through it. Mm-hmm. You know that was happening when Black Lives Matter. People were sharing a lot of videos, and it was a lot of it was to, uh, to TikTok. Uh, Trump got trolled through people from TikTok yeah. from the the K-pop 
uh, community, which I thought was funny. Um, so there, there is, it is an avenue, but I think when you have a tool that is like that, you should use it to your greatest advantage in a more positive way to enlighten people with actual knowledge. Uh, but I mean, that's kind of a rare thing. <laughs> I mean, we we live in in a, in a world where people reality are, is where, where you know reality, you want to see TV, like dumb TikTok dance routines, right? And... and that kind of bullshit. And I think that's just whatever. You know, there's there's other things that you could. Um, and then people could say, well, this is also <laughs> like one of those weird things. But I mean, at, at the end of the day, I like to say that we're a little bit more informative, even at that, because we dip into very various avenues of things that's happened and a lot of people were used to say were like the whole ufo thing yeah i always go back to that because <laughs> or now especially since yeah. the government has said yeah ufos are a real thing we don't know what they are we think we're there they're from this uh, out of this world we don't know what's happening and uh, i'll say it again it's vindication for the people who have been looking into ufos who have talked about ufos talked about aliens it's vindication that this shit is real. So it's not just some bullshit that people are saying. We have now indication from our government saying this shit is real. This shit exists. Or just them admitting that they don't know what they're dealing with. Exactly. Instead of just like, oh, you know, it's a weather balloon or, oh, it must be an aircraft from whatever base or some other country. Now it's like, no, we really don't know. They've been denying the shit for 80 years and, you know, at least for this government. And here we go. Finally, the U.S., after every fucking country out there has said, yeah, there's this weird shit flying out there. We don't know what it is. The U.S. has finally has said, you know, yeah, we don't know either. Uh, but hopefully you guys have enjoyed this episode. Uh, again, share, like, tell us how we're doing. Give us a comment on our either Facebook and Twitter. Again, subscribe. And we'll see you on the next episode. Laters. <laughs>